Welcome to the Teacup Podcast. This podcast is all about important conversations that I think Zoomers should be having. Zoomers refer to those born in the late 1990s and early 2000s, but of course, everyone over and under is welcome. Join us on this journey to discuss, listen, and learn so we can start being the change that we want to see. What are you waiting for? Join the conversation. I am your host, Talia Booker. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Now, you may be wondering, the last time we were here, the podcast was called All Things Talia, but right now it's called the Teacup Podcast. This is because I was like, I was thinking about like how to like, you know, up my podcast, what's not. And I was like, hmm, maybe All Things Talia is a bit too self-centered. And because my podcast is mainly based around like conversations that I find important, or things that need to be said that aren't spoken about enough, in my opinion. I was like, hmm, we're going to make it more of a conversational podcast, and I'm going to start inviting people more often on this podcast, so stay tuned. So I'm going to have to come up with a new intro, but until then, you're going to have to deal with this. Welcome back to the podcast. So, today I have to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about since last year. (laughs) Acting like it wasn't just like four years, four days ago that last year was, but... Um, so I started a new job again, (laughs) and this one was, like, order picking, like, it's a bunch of different things, but I was working at this one place, like, for my company, and, not my company, but the company that I work for, and I was working with this guy, and he's for, well, he's not Portuguese, he was born in Angola, but they speak Portuguese, so he speaks Portuguese, um, his English is not that well, so he's learning, like, English and Dutch at the same time, because he just moved to the Netherlands. And when I tell you guys, he is, like, the sweetest thing ever. Like, he is so adorable. He He's a grown man. But, you know, when people are just adorable, like, they're such, like, a fun spirit. He's, like, running around the, um, the, the workplace, like, singing, dancing, saying hi to everybody, making, like, little jokes and stuff like that. Oh, for context, of course, he's black, if you didn't get that. So, um... Yeah, so he's running around, and he's, like, you know, making jokes with everybody, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love to work with him, like, every time he's there, like, it just makes the day, like, ten times better, because he's just, like, such a fun spirit, like, who doesn't like a fun spirit? So one day, he came to work, and he was, like, um, like, really down and stuff, and I'm like, hmm, but I didn't really see anything, because we weren't, like, close yet, I would say we weren't, like, besties or something, and he's a grown man, and I'm 20, but either way, he was, like hi how are you and stuff like that i'm like i'm good how are you doing he was like i'm sad and i'm like you're sad i knew something was up he i was like what happened and he was like wait a minute he waited until we got like to the back of the workplace because of course we're in the netherlands so everyone in our workplace is predominantly like the workplace is predominantly white like i think that day we were the only two black people (sighs) so He was like, I'm sad or what's not. And he's basically trying to get his forklift license because when he was working in Portugal, he had his forklift license, but like it kind of doesn't count here. So he he has to like redo it. So he's going for his forklift license. And he said, he's like the theory, he, he messed up. He can admit that because his English is not so great because the test is either in Dutch or in English. And he says, the theory, okay, is not so great. But he was driving a forklift and he drives the big forklift really well. He drives the little one really well. Like he got down all the 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 stuff that he had to get down, you know. And then 
he was like the man just told him like okay you can stop now get out of the forklift you failed and you have to come again so he was like what but i drive the forklift like really well and the other guys that he was getting tested with which were white they were like making mistakes and like jamming the forklift on like different like metals and stuff like making a mess and he was like some of them couldn't even drive the big forklift but he told them like yeah you guys passed so he was like really upset about it because he said for me i can see that that is racism because how is it that they can't drive it properly but you're giving them the license but somebody who is competent to drive the forklift you won't give the license so he was like for me that's just racism like just because i'm black and he and he was like seriously so sad about it because he was like why why is this the case why is that always the case with us black people like white people think that we a lot of let me correct myself a lot of white people think that black people are just incompetent and he said really and truly half the time it's we that know how to do the things and if we don't know it we can learn it's not to say we don't have a brain to learn but how is it that you're gonna fail me but pass all the other white guys just because for what there's no other reason except you don't like black people because I did it well. The other guys didn't do it well. They got their license and I don't. So now he has to like keep retrying for his license every time because they keep failing him. So I I was like so burdened by that and I was like so sad because it just brings down people's spirit and it reminds me of like you know when the whole Black Lives Matter movement was going on. Like the first thing a lot of people jumped to say oh, that's not me, that's not me, I'm not out here, you know, killing black people in the streets or, you know, stabbing each other. And, like, they try to deflect from, like, everything. But what are you doing to go against that racism? Like, are you sitting quiet? Are you doing nothing? Then you're not really changing the situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, microaggression is real. Like, that is also, like treating black people how they deserve because police don't treat them how they deserve because they kill them in the streets just for being black when really they haven't really done anything you know and for those of you who don't know what microaggression is i wrote it down microaggression is according to google (laughs) is indirect subtle or unintentional quote-unquote discrimination against members of a marginalized group so it's basically like when you make statements or you do something or make a comment or something that is like racist but it's like subtle racism so it's like you're not blatantly trying to say like i hate black people but you're saying like stereotypical stuff or stuff that would damage a person and this reminded me of that because people might not say that i'm out here killing black people but words do a lot of damage as well like if you're gonna say mean things or do mean things or treat people differently because of the color of their skin you're damaging that person because he was such a lively spirit he was always like running up and down laughing with everybody like i want to say everybody he did not discriminate between color or what's not he was like really fun and down to earth and to see his spirit broken like that it was so sad because you don't even know the damage you're doing by ignoring black people by treating them differently like ask yourself like if there if there are any white listeners that are listening to this podcast like i'm not saying that you're racist but i'm saying like think about it to evaluate yourself if you are because what about that black kid in school who doesn't have anybody to talk to in the corner are you trying to say hi to them what about the black kid that is being like bullied in school whatever school or being treated differently do you stand up and say something no sometimes a lot a lot a lot of white people sit in the corner and they're like that's harsh but i'm not the one doing it so i'm not to blame but would you stand up and see your mom get beat up and not do anything 
would you do that if it was your brother or your sister or your boyfriend? No, you want to do the same because you don't like to see what is being, like you don't like what is going on. So you're going to step in and try to do something about it. And it's the same thing that happens with black people. If you see someone being discriminated, you have to say something. And another experience that we have here in the Netherlands, which is, I thought was only um, me, but of course it's not only me, um, is like, I would have a group project. Me and my friends were talking about this. And it's like, as black people, we would have a group project in our, of course, predominantly white schools. And everyone, like, would ignore us. Like, nobody comes to try and make friends most of the time. But then, like, if they have, if they get stuck in a situation where they have to speak to us, so, like, if they got stuck in a group project or they were placed in a group or what's not, they're talking to you and they're all friendly and they're all nice and they're like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, it's like, oh, great, blah, blah, exchange numbers, we do the project, blah, blah. As soon as the project is over... They walk past you like they never saw you, like, ever in life. Like, who is this person? Like, seriously, they be they act as if they've never seen you in their life. And in my head, it's like, how do you think that that makes a black person feel? We exchanged numbers. We had a whole project going on for two months or a month and a half, whatever the length of time is. We had big conversations talking about our families or what's not. You know, you get to know each other in a group sometimes or whatnot. And then you walk past me in the hallway like you didn't know me or you go back to your regular friends and it's like, mm, I don't know who that is. Like I've experienced that so many times that I even stopped trying to make friends at university and I, I just <laughs> I just give up on it. Like because what's the point? Like I'm trying to be nice to everybody, make friends and stuff and then you're going to walk past me in the hallway like you never saw me. Like but then but then you act like, yeah, it's not me. I'm not racist. You can't call me up for being racist. Like are there any black people in your circle? How do you treat colored people, people of color? How do you treat us? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. And making, like, small little comments, like, um, like I've heard people, like, ask Africans, like, do you guys live in huts over there? Even me, I'm from an island, a Caribbean island. Like, get educate yourself and stop being ignorant. They're like, do you guys live in huts on the beach? Do you guys have Wi-Fi? Also, they're like, like, I can't, like, there's a Dutch education level. And then there's, like, Veo, Havo, Mavo, you know, the whole drill. And Veo is, like, the highest level there is in that education system. And I came from Veo. And I'm in university, and they're like, um, oh, you guys have Veo over there? But is it, like, the same level as us up here? Or is it, like, a lower level? Why would you think it's a lower level? Like, first of all... Our exams come from the Netherlands, so we literally have our exams in sealed papers shipped down to the Caribbean to do the exact same exam that you are doing. Like, educate yourself and stop asking these, like, degrading questions. Like, don't undermine my education, don't undermine my capability, my my um, intelligence. Like, all of these things are microaggressions. Stop asking questions or doing things that make black people feel less and like think about what you say before you say it and if you have a question ask google first and if you can't find the answer there then you ask the black person because when you ask these ridiculous questions especially when you have a look on your face you know that look is like they already have like a uh, look on their face before they ask you the question so you already know they're like i don't know like disgusted by it or what's not but i'm just trying to say microaggression is definitely real it exists and you may be um saying like yeah, I don't have anything to do with Black Lives Matter protests because I am not the one killing black people or I don't agree with it or what's not. But what are you doing when you see black people being discriminated by your friends? 
What do you do when your friends make a racist comment? Do you speak out? Do you say something? And if the answer to the question is no, then how are you much different? Because the same thing that they're doing, degrading another black person, I mean, at least the difference is it's not death, but words can do a lot of damage to people. What about suicide rates? What if somebody was on their last straw and they just needed a little kindness today, but you didn't say anything? But then your hands, you think your hands are washed clean because at least I wasn't the one that made the comment. That's not how life works. You have to step in when you see injustice, when you hear your friends talking about, like, making racist comments or watching people, like, wear just because they're black or, like, making rude comments. Like, just, you know, really evaluate it, think about it. And, of course, for black people, we need to stop making all of these microaggressive comments as well because sometimes we can also make these microaggressive um, comments that hurt each other, like... Oh, she has that hair or that skin color or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot to be praised about in black people, you know. So, let's stop degrading each other and please, please stop breaking the spirits of my poor friend. Like, he is so sweet. Like, I was so upset that day. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to come on my podcast with rage. I'm going to wait till I cool down. All I'm going to say is that if you're experiencing microaggression, like, talk to somebody about it, like, talk to black people about it, stand up, like, open your mouth, I keep saying this, and, like, I'm a hypocrite for that, because I have a problem, like, opening my mouth sometimes, because I'm like, Talia, calm down, everything is not worth a reaction, but not 2022, I'm gonna open my mouth, and I'm gonna say what I need to say, and I'm gonna say, hey, that's injustice, that's not right, not because I'm black means you have to treat me less, like, I'm gonna start, like, speaking out and be like, look, Girl, you just walked past me in the hallway. Like, we've been talking. Like, what is up? Why are you being fake? Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, not that I care to be friends, but, like, I'm going to address you. Like, don't act like you don't see me. I'm not invisible. I'm standing right here with lots of color, so I know you can see me. I'm not invisible. I'm not blending into the wall. Like, anyways. <laughs> um, Happy New Year's, guys. Excuse my manners. I hope you guys have a beautiful 2022. Stay tuned for my podcast. I will do my best to be more consistent this year. That's my goal. And not leave this podcast in the mud. But, you know, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, I'm your host, Hey, it's Talia on Instagram. Until next time, doei!